Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, to another episode of Casually Kicking It Sports. Yes, we took a week off, maybe two, maybe three. How many weeks was it? One week. One week. We took one week off. But in the building, we've got Sam Rills, we've got Tony, we've got Tom, you got your boy PDE, Ed. What would you guys like to talk about? Casually Kicking It Sports. Did I say that? Welcome to Casually Kicking It Sports. Yes, a sports podcast wow. by fans for, for fans. fans. Hey. <laughs> Yay. You know the tagline's working. Two weeks of info to catch up on, so we got a jam-packed episode for you guys. Oh, this so if it's so jam-packed, how about you get it started then, Sam Rills? All right. I mean, there's just so much to go, but we're going to have to go with football for sure. Let's talk about our guy... Aaron Rodgers his fake vaccinations infecting everybody in Green Bay discount double check (laughs) yeah pretty crazy no I mean what's your perspective on the story Sam Rills um my perspective is he should have definitely not lied about his vaccination (laughs) I mean that's an easy perspective to have I mean that's pretty I mean to just endanger everybody on the team you turned on your mic, right? Yeah. Oh, I just checking. Yeah, yeah. So, what is the most interesting <laughs> part of the story? Can you hear you? me? Yes. All right. All right. Oh, I hear you just fine. Yeah. No, but I mean, like, like when when Rogers they asked him if he was vaccinated, and he's like, "I'm immunized." Is that what he said? Yes. Yeah. So that's basically no, he's, saying he's, that, that he's immune. Yeah, he's immune. Yeah, like he know he said immunized. He's right. Immunized. Yeah, yeah. So like he so does that from his perspective I guess he's saying he's immune to the virus? No, so yes, he without the vaccination. No, he did not what say that. It is Yes, he did. What has come out it happened is essentially he went to like a shaman mm-hmm. and got like a homeopathic remedy. Like a holistic? Yes. Basically Ooh. to ramp up his immune system. He wow. has stated okay. on the Pat McAfee show that he was allergic yeah. to one of, I guess, the ingredients in the Pfizer and Moderna uh, vaccines, and he did not like uh, the side effects of the J and J. So okay, so he he described he was like, "I'm not an anti vaxxer I'm not some flat earther." You know, shots at Kyrie, basically. Mm-hmm. But that this is why he didn't do it. My body, my choice. Okay. Because there are, I mean, there's plenty of other high-profile quarterbacks. Obviously, you know, not as big as Rodgers, but pretty up there like Lamar Jackson and and Kirk Cousins and Wentz. They've all said that they're Tan not Hill? getting the vaccine. Correct. Tan but they, Hill. so the difference is, in my opinion, is he purposely was deceitful. Right. Because he responded to the question of whether or not, like, are you vaccinated? He said, yeah, I'm immunized. So he answered in the affirmative and he said immunized. Now, should the media have asked like a follow up question? Like, no, you're not answering the question that I'm actually giving you. Um, Of course. No, they're not detectives. Like, but that is their job as journalists is to get to the truth. He clearly did not answer the question, but he also answered it in a way that was purposefully deceitful. Now, was that the interview where he talked about the whole offseason thing with management? Like, was that all the same interview? Because if it was, then he was kind of being like, 
I'm cooler than everybody. Like, screw all you guys. But like, that's kind of his, like, attitude right. all the time. So it doesn't shock me that yeah, this is his stance on this topic. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if it was the same one where he kind of... I'm going to agree with Tony on this one. Wow. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. No, yeah. I just think he was purposely deceitful and the Packers kind of helped him be deceitful. I think they want to not, I guess, uh, fracture the relationship further after this past offseason and how damaged that relationship was. So they kind of just let him ride and everybody just assumed that he was vaccinated. I think regardless of the political discussion about whether or not being vaccinated or not vaccinated is the right thing to do, Specifically, as it comes to this team sport, uh, this could have long-lasting ramifications on a on a Super Bowl contender. You know, of course, some people have bounced back, like Lamar has had it twice, and he doesn't look any worse for wear. But then Cam Newton looked like an MVP candidate the first couple games of last season, and he got COVID, and he was never the same. So we have no idea how Aaron Rodgers is gonna his body is gonna react. Hopefully for his sake, that whatever the shaman did actually works mm. <laughs> and ups his immunity <laughs> level, right? But this is a Super Bowl contending team in an important game this week. It was a showcase game for the NFL facing Kansas City, and now Jordan Love is starting instead of the MVP. It's nothing wrong with Jordan Love is starting. Well, he's not the MVP. The um, the shaman, I don't know what the shaman did, but I know that uh, Aaron Rodgers did text Joe Rogan for that medication. Well, I'm sure, and Joe Rogan is like a proud anti-vaxxer who got just got sick himself, and so I guess the internets were having a little fun at Aaron Rodgers' expense and calling him Throw Rogan. Throw Rogan. <laughs> kind of weird how how now it's just so normal for people to have covid that our first reaction isn't like oh i hope aaron Rodgers is okay it's more like what's going on well, with the packers now? Is that, you know well it depends well, lied, but that's though. a bigger discussion surrounding how we view the players on these teams that we love to watch as just like commodities right. and assets versus actual human beings right i think it also depends on where you're from here in the state of Florida, you know, we've gone through the highest of highs and now we're like the lowest on um, COVID cases. But, you know, we saw it so much here in Florida, you know, in, in Florida that it was just like another day, you know, someone has COVID. Whereas if you're from California, they're a little more, uh, how, how would they say? Um, Lenient? No. Laid back? They're, no. They're more... Um, they're more strict as strict. it relates to so it. So, like, if if someone from Cali... Oh, you mean, like, the lawmakers? Right. Well, oh. no, I'm just saying, like, someone yeah, coming from Cali would, like would see... I mean, the only place that was shut down longer than California was Canada. Yeah. So, like, you know, they would be like, oh, They're snap, still you know, shut Aaron down. Rodgers got <laughs> COVID, holy cow. Whereas in Florida, it, people now are treating it like, oh, you caught the flu. Well, especially as, like, football fans, we're treating it almost like he... It's just like he, like tweaked a hamstring or something and he's missing the game this week yeah but it is obviously something far more serious so for his health like 
you know, again, hopefully he's asymptomatic and has an easy well, going next 10 days. Well, the fact that he got a hold of Joe days. Rogan for the medication states that he's not asymptomatic. But that is part of the issue is that there are certain people espousing these anti-vax beliefs that then if they do get it, they have access to medicines that everyday folk do not have. And so the everyday folk are being influenced by the rich and powerful who at the very first sign of being sick are able to afford stuff and afford medications and afford treatment that most people can't. Well, it's not even that. So that's why it's irresponsible for those people who do have platforms to espouse these beliefs. Yeah, because Joe Rogan said he was like, yeah, I just got on my phone and went through the Rolodex, found found the, the doctor, and, and he yeah, was Yeah, and, and a lot of people don't have that same him, and I'm like, uh, ability. I don't have that ability. I called my doctor when I caught COVID, and they're like, we're well, just going to have to ride it out, pretty much. And it's like, well, <laughs> I, I'll prescribe you something for the cough. I'm like, well, what about the medication that Joe Rogan <laughs> Exactly. Um, I mean, so. that's a simple fact is... Obviously, there are levels in this country, especially when it comes to fame and money and classism. Um, You know, certain people aren't afforded the same care. And oftentimes it's uh, not based off of merit, let's say. Mm -hmm. It's based off of other factors. Tom, where do you think Odell Beckham's going to sign? I would like for him to sign with the Philadelphia Eagles. Hey, that's your answer to everything but, is a Philadelphia based team. Stop being a, a bastard because you, you actually going to be like Tampa Bay, everything, but no, I mean, we don't selfishly. Have the, we don't. Okay. But Tom, Tom deserves a receipt. You guys have an embarrassment of riches in Tampa. I know. Thank so, you. so I think to, for, to go to Philly, you need a quarterback <laughs> to throw the ball first. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but if, if Odell goes in this in in Philly, it would be like a like a thorn in the side because remember he originated from the Giants. And if he goes to Philly, it would kill anybody in that in that um division, to be honest. Yeah. So I know. So you said something in the group chat today, Gianni. You said, is Odell Beckham the most overrated receiver of all time? So totally. Why did you say that? Here's my thing on it. Now, obviously, he's super talented. We can't argue that. Okay. But I think this mystique of Odell and being a dominant receiver is just false off of that one big catch on Sunday night. Like if that catch never happens, I don't think we view Odell in the same light. His first two seasons in the league, he had good numbers. This is his seventh season in the league. He hasn't done anything in five years. Now we get it. It's Odell Beckham. His first year wasn't a full year though. Remember he came in injured. He came in injured, but he killed it when he came in. Yeah. But obviously that goes to show you that, that, that that's another you might make this point but I interrupted you he might be an injury prone player as well yeah I mean he's 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 definitely a little bit of injury prone but I just think like obviously the the talent is there but he hasn't done anything in five years and people still talk about him like he's one of the top receivers in the league and I don't think he's even close to that so then how do you feel about the video that his father posted 
and showing, I guess, him repeatedly getting open and Baker not throwing him, not throwing any but anybody the ball sometimes. I think that was ridiculous. Uh, Odell's a grown-ass man. Like, you don't have to do that. Okay, I mean, so not, not, that, not the aspect so he, of Odell's so father like posting it. it. Yeah, so, but specifically about the actual video evidence of Odell getting open because a receiver can only do so much. He's dependent on somebody throwing him the ball and throwing it relatively accurate. Okay, but in Cleveland, that's not their type of team. Like, that's not what they do in Cleveland. I know, but there should be an expectation. Exactly. I think that's part of the issue is that Baker is so small that he has difficulty seeing Odell on where, where some of his routes are run. Tony, show me a receiver and I'll show you videos of them getting open without getting the ball. Of course, but then at the same time, there are also those receivers getting hit sometimes. Not hit with like the opposing team, but hit by their quarterback. Right. That never happens with Odell. He never gets hit. So, So then when he's getting open repeatedly during the games, it becomes even more frustrating because basically Odell has a co-worker who is less skilled than he is. Yet Odell is being talked to like, hey, you need to perform or act differently to help this person who's less skilled than you. And it should be, no, Baker needs to get better and actually hit me when I'm open. Mm-hmm. But people will are more likely because they like Baker more than they like personality-wise Odell. They excuse Baker's poor performance while... They call Odell a malcontent. And okay. what, what, but, but, but just so, sorry, can I, Ed. Can I interject on that one? Go ahead, Tom. I'm just saying, like, Baker Mayfield is the, um, the franchise player of the Browns. But should he be, so, Tom, is the question. Based off of his performance thus far in his career. No. Okay, no. so then who he, is the problem? The, the problem is Baker Mayfield. Okay, fair. And Gianni, who is the problem? But it doesn't have to be Odell. It could be any receiver. And he hasn't done well hitting any of his receivers. Odell Beckham, they all don't prospect at all from Baker Mayfield. Uh, Let's look at it in a fantasy way. Um, Odell's not there anymore. Would you be picking up Higgins? No, if because any other of the goddamn ball in any other situation in which a team lost their number one wide receiver, if you thought the quarterback was good, you would aggressively go after their number two, number three targets on the offense because they would have elevated targets. Right. In this instance, nobody's running to the wires to pick up like. Uh, DPJ and Higgins and even Landry, right? Austin Hooper, the tight end, still let them sit because none of them are really prospering under Baker Mayfield as quarterback. So we can blame and talk about the story that it's Odell Beckham seniors, uh, like bringing in drama and Odell's a malcontent and he has a bad attitude or that's just directing people away from the story that Baker isn't very good. NFL football. I um I agree because every time that you watch him play, or I, I mean, when I watch him play, he it's and it is a throwing, a passing down, or, or a passing situation. 
he a holds on to the ball too long, and I feel like he just doesn't read. His reads are terrible because it it always comes down to the tight ends at the last minute. And and I'm like, dude, why does it take? And then you you have all these other guys that are running around. I I don't think he's a good quarterback. I never have. Okay. Um. And and I think the run game, the run game is the bread and butter of that team. But it's to disguise the fact that he's not a good quarterback. No doubt. Listen, I'm not arguing for Baker. Baker's trash. So okay, but you like, are. Your question, so was, no. your question was, is Odell overrated? I, think, worthy, I don't think so. Worthy. I think he is. I think I, I think Odell, from the picture that we paint him as this, like, he's a huge topic right now. Like, it's Odell. Like, what is he? He hasn't done anything. He got okay, a couple but his years. quarterbacks have also been Eli Manning and Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Bro, Allen Robinson... Has done has way less more points has, than the no, top no, 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 four no. targets in the of last, the Detroit Lions in the last five year. years. In you the last, Allen Robinson. I will go at Michael Pittman. I don't know what that means, but in the yeah, last five years, in the last five <laughs> years, Allen Robinson has put up catches than LBJ. We're, we're talking about in in no, in, but Tom, we're talking we're, we're talking about receivers this, that have had bad quarterback play. Throughout the years, and in the last five years, Allen Robinson has had horrible quarterback play, arguably worse than Odell. And Allen Robinson has put up great numbers because he's also five years. I don't know. I think Nick Foles is a lot better of a quarterback than Baker Mayfield. I don't think you could say Nick Foles is a lot better quarterback than anybody. Okay, Dude, he's a Super Bowl he's a Super winning Bowl champion, champion, and, and he doesn't have a job right now. He, he does have he a is. job. No, he won't start he has, him. He has the th- he's a third string quarterback. Okay. But what on a team that I would he went on a Cinderella That's run. Fine. Okay, Nick then Foles I would feel a lot more comfortable oh, wow. with Nick Foles throwing the ball because at least he's giving receivers the opportunity. So I read something online today. Since Odell Beckham Jr. joined the Browns in 2019, only 62 percent of his targets have been deemed catchable by Next Gen Stats. That ranks 62nd. Out of 62 qualifying receivers with at least 200 targets the past three seasons. So Odell's been targeted. The throws are terribly inaccurate and uncatchable. And that ranks him 62 out of 62 qualified receivers. Okay. So to say, A, firstly, if you're asking the question whether or not somebody is overrated, they are in essence not overrated. Because you're asking the question. For someone to actually be overrated, nobody would be asking the question. I, I would I would say that I don't get that. <laughs> that San Francisco. By right the now. simple fact of you asking the question, it means that he's not overrated because you're you're so he, actually questioning whether or not he's overrated. Ask me how many teams in the NFL would love to have him right now over what they have. Thirty one. Of course. Okay. I Every mean, is, single is team he, would take bro, is he, is I've he, never am I bro, say, he's a talented receiver. I'm just is saying he gonna from, be Jerry Rice. Dog, I don't we're think painting so. Odell as this god receiver. Like, no, okay, still, we also don't know. He's still because I'm not calling we're painting Odell. him as a good wide receiver. His aura, his divaness okay. is what why we're talking so about very, him. We're not talking about him because of his numbers or what his impact is on winning or anything like that. But you can't we're count. talking about him because he had a fantastic catch 
on Sunday Night Football. And if he doesn't have that catch, we're not having but this But he was also today. productive during his yes. years with the New York Giants. Once he was he literally like the only weapon on their team okay. that Eli Manning was throwing to. His last year in New York on the New York Giants he was, was trash most of that and year. It, and his four years or three years in Cleveland, he's been either banged up or the, not performing. His four years in, Cle- okay, his so three years in Cleveland has been garbage. I am by no means comparing him to he, the individual I, I, that I'm about to talk Eli, about. Gotta, but the thing is, is you go to Eli Manning to Baker Mayfield, that is a very big step. There, there's well, definitely sorry, a drop-off. Step which way, front or back? Back. Okay. Going to Baker Mayfield to Eli Manning, I think Eli Manning's a very good on-point quarterback and, I, and I'm an Eagles fan, and I will be against him. But I'm definitely going to say, compared to for Eli Manning, compared to Baker Mayfield, I'll take Eli Manning any day. Well, yeah, that's. But it, it, he also got an Eli Manning at the end of his career. As well. Okay, so very similar to another individual who had some success early on in their career, was deemed a malcontent. Traded to I know who you a bad about. team with terrible quarterback play. Randy Moss was thought of as washed. Then goes to play with the greatest quarterback a, ever, the greatest quarterback of all time, and suddenly puts up twenty two touchdowns in the next season. I'm not comparing Odell to Randy Moss, but what I am saying is that quarterback play matters. The position literally depends. On somebody throwing, seeing that you're open, throwing you the ball relatively close to your body, and then you making a play. So he's, Odell is, no matter what, going to be the last step in every equation of a successful pass play from Baker to him. But if the first steps of that equation aren't hit, it doesn't matter what Odell does. And the very reaction from cornerbacks still in the league who watch the video are saying, like, that boy Odell is still open. Like, he's still got it. The people who are paid to cover him are still saying that he has it. So I'm going to trust their opinion versus yours, (laughs) Sam Rose. But then again, you know, Cleveland's bread and butter, like I said before, is the run game. But it's the run game because Baker sucks. It's it's terrible. Correct. (laughs) So then, hence why them releasing uh, Odell isn't a problem because they're not worried about throwing the ball. Yeah, I don't think it has much of a... It was a terrible fit from the start. It was was a terrible terrible fit. fit because Baker is not good. Bro, he's good enough. No. Is he? I don't think so. Is he, the, is he like a bottom five quarterback in the league? Yeah. I would say that he's bottom 10. I would agree with Tony on that one. Jarvis Landry's been eating when he's been healthy. Yeah, but Jarvis Landry has had to he? make, he's yeah, had to he's make some receptions. He has had to make some ridiculous <laughs> catches in order to do that. I've seen Odell make some ridiculous drops this year. Half the time I've seen oh, Odell get the ball right in his him. basket. It's been like. Okay, Mr. Haterade. Look, I think uh, we can put a pin in this conversation because truly we don't know what the answer is going to be until he gets he a quarterback, gets claimed, or if he's not claimed, he signs with the team. 
and we see how he performs the rest of the year and how he performs next year. Well, let's talk about And then about we'll that. be able to kind of establish what's true or not true. How much has his performance been impacted by poor quarterback play? And how much is he just an overhyped receiver? Where do you think he's going to go? You have no idea because no idea we literally just There's said 31, 31 teams, teams so it's like, would take him. So it would be impossible to predict who's willing to claim. Now, whoever claims him, um, yeah, they got to pay the nine. They have million, to pay right? the salary. Now, I think a more interesting question is who would you want to see him go to? Like, if you could just handpick him and put him on a team, Ed. Who would you want to see him go to? Here's the thing. Um, the Eagles. There are a lot of teams that can use a wide receiver versus a lot of teams that are possibly, um, what's the word I'm looking for, uh, championship ready that could use an extra body like that. Like, for example, I don't think the Cardinals, you know, the Cardinals are already loaded. You know, they've got four receivers. Dallas got four receivers. The Bucks are pretty loaded, obviously. Um, you know, those teams I would eliminate. I would uh, put in some teams that probably would just need one more piece to probably put them in that playoff contending. So what team would that be? I don't know. Would that be like a e New Orleans Saints? <laughs> yeah, but he's not going to go to a team that's losing. Yeah. he's, he's Unless gonna... they claim him. Yeah, so how does that work? Does he get to choose? Where no, based off of record, each team has the opportunity to put in a claim, and then based off a record, it goes so he, to the team that so claims go, them he with could the end worst up in Detroit. record. He could go to the Lions? Okay. Yes, but, but it's a better quarterback. Odell's agent is calling all those teams saying, I'm not going to play for you if you claim me, so don't claim me because you're essentially just bringing on a headache, and I'm not going to play for you. Okay. He's a diva. He's overrated. No, but any player care. in that wanna, position would he doesn't say... Have the, he doesn't have the right to be like, I don't want to play there. Bro, you've done nothing. Why doesn't he have the right yeah, to choose his employer no, the same way you not, just changed jobs and chose your employer? Bro, he, why doesn't he have the same right? He doesn't have... Like he has you a, had the cachet to do it, my guy? Listen, man. Listen. <laughs> you just changed jobs yourself because you weren't He's, happy. Okay, but bro, this so is why different, can't he? man. This How is, is different. it different? He's a human being. He wants to choose where he's going to live no, but and where he's going to work. He didn't get to he's choose doing the first it, time. He's this doing goes, it off of this merit that he's some big shot receiver. No. And he's not. The teams not. get to decide whether or not the juice is worth the squeeze. <laughs> is the headache worth it? That's yeah. what the teams get to decide. Bro, receivers are a dime a dozen in this league. It's the most. It's the least important re- position on the field. Get out of here, man. I don't know, man. I'm telling you, so, you don't win a Super Bowl with receivers. You win a Super Bowl with a quarterback, a defense, an offensive line, a running game, and then finally okay. the receivers. Well, the Bucks would say differently from last but, year. Oh, uh, you had the goat as your quarterback. Yeah, and who was he throwing to? It doesn't matter. He's the goat. It's the the reason why it you won the Super matter. Bowl is because of Tom Brady, getting, not because of your receivers. Of course, the reason you won the Super Bowl is because of the quarterback, not the receivers. Yes, but who is he throwing to? Because who he's throwing to matters. Because in his last years with New England, he did not even win playoff games because of who he was throwing to. He didn't win playoff games because Bill Belichick's bullshit system. 
Okay. No, because he, he had no because he receivers. Didn't have, so the fact that he had Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Antonio Brown, Gronkowski, mm. Bray, OJ Howard, Tyler Johnson, Scotty Miller, you're saying that those guys don't matter? It doesn't matter if that there's they no Tom Brady. Of course, because we saw what happened. That's we what were I'm a seven and nineteen. That's with what I'm James saying. Winston. The quarterback is the most important. Yes, nobody's arguing against that. The quarterback's the most important position in all of sports. But to act like that, people he's throwing to don't matter, or they matter far less. They than do. All these they matter other positions. For, they matter far less. Okay, so hundred percent. Tell that to Nikhil Harry. Who's, okay, hold is on. He still a yeah, Nikhil <laughs> Harry. Okay. He's throwing Nikhil Harry, listen Jacoby Myers, a washed up Julian listen, Edelman, listen. And James the, White in the backfield. And you're saying, and he can't beat the Titans in the first round of that playoffs. Super Bowl champions, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, in that game against Kansas City. Name in order of importance between the quarterback, the defense, and the receivers. What was Bro, the three most important things in order? Obviously, the quarterback is always going to be... And what was second? The receivers. The, the, the receivers were more important than the defense in that game against Mahomes. No, I would say that the defensive Cal- line... Cal- that's cap. That's cap. I would say that the defensive line was, the defensive more important, line was than, more important than, than, than anything than, else. Than okay. Tom Brady, actually, cool. Yeah. Okay, but that that's... We never rate... We never rate... <laughs> <laughs> I love to... Tom just yells out right. <laughs> but in general... E-A-G-L-E-S. <laughs> in general, when we watch football, we do not rate or talk about the importance of the line play enough. Can we talk about what got the Bucks to the playoffs? Odell doesn't move the, sp- the big shots to uh um Oh man, now I can't think of his Scotty name. Scotty Miller. Miller. Okay, I mean, that was I know, but so but the reason why he can take the big shot to Scotty Scotty Miller is cuz he has time with the offensive line. Our but offensive he's, line he's got to be a good brilliant. receiver as well. Of course, it's it is the it the is Nikhil Harry isn't making that it's a team sport. Every James White ain't going that because Odell doesn't move the needle for uh for a oh championship team. Oh my gosh, I would you take him on. No chance. Out of here. Bro, Odell Sorry, doesn't change the point spread. O- nothing. Odell definitely moves the needle no matter what team he goes on. He moves the Not needle because we've been talking about him for thirty minutes. That's how he moves. We're the talking needle. about him because of his catch on Sunday night. That's my whole point. Oh my the catch no, on we're Sunday catching. Night. We're Stop talking about him. Stop labeling Johnny. Huh? Stop labeling. You're labeling him. He's a very talented guy. If he goes on the Eagles and Jalen Hurts... He's not going him. to the Eagles. <laughs> and Jalen Hurts... Enough with the Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, the Eagles have two plays. Run with Jalen Hurts or throw 60 yards and hope for pass interference. Those exactly. are the two plays I the Eagles... I thought you were going to say two plays. Run with Jalen Hurts and then run with Jalen Hurts. Tom's so sad. <laughs> Tom. I'm not going to... I'm not going to... I'm not going to play no more. <laughs> I, I hope I didn't hurt you, man. I hope I didn't hurt you. You did. You did. You cut me deep. <laughs> what happened to Devontae Smith, man? Isn't he a Heisman receiver? Don't worry about that. I, I have no clue what <laughs> they're doing. Because Jalen Hurts and Devontae Smith had a chemistry when they were on Alabama, and then they come to freaking Philadelphia, and they don't, they don't connect at all. So that's that, that, that scares me. They were hoping for the Burrow and Jamar Chase um, <laughs> I think Miami was expecting that too. 
Yeah, the Waddle. The, yeah, Waddle's been better than Devontae. Well, because you're throwing okay, the ball to Waddle. Know, on but Waddle. we don't Waddle's know whether or not. What about Smith? Odell on Miami? Okay, but we. Okay, why? We don't know whether or not Smith <laughs> is good or not because Jalen Hurts is his quarterback, and that's just the point. He can't see is over that the receivers. Fence exactly, receivers are dependent upon the people who are throwing them the ball. Right, and a good quarterback. Can make Jalen Hurts is a top ten quarterback though. Okay, oh, please. no, he's a fantasy, top 10 fantasy is not real life. Not in real life. No, in fantasy football, he's a top ten quarterback. Great, yeah. we're not yes, talking fantasy. we're not talking fantasy. I'm down to fantasy. fantasy because that's how I work. <laughs> <laughs> okay, a good quarterback can make a good receiver look great. And a bad quarterback can make a good true. receiver look average. Okay, so my answer to your question is Green Bay. Put him in Green Bay with Devontae Adams and Rodgers. You guys remember when Jameis had a Perriman, is, when we had Perriman on the team? Yeah. And Jameis made him look good to where he got another contract on another team. Because he targeted because him. Because he, he was able to get and him the Jameis ball. And Jameis is a better quarterback than Baker. Right. And Flacco. Great receivers overcome it. Okay, so Tom, since we talked about fantasy, you made a couple trades this week, one with each of the people on this pod. Uh, okay. The first trade with Gianni, Henderson for Zeke. You gave up Zeke for Henderson from the Rams. What was the rationale behind that that people want to know? Or just well, Tony wants up. to know. I, no, I did a stamp trade because I think that Henderson, to be honest, is going to be a lot more productive than Zeke because Pollard is going to steal some some time from him. And I think that uh, uh, Sonny Michelle is not going to really take any too much time. So I think Henderson is going to be in the end zone a lot more than Zeke. So when you were thinking about trading Zeke, uh-huh. how many teams did you offer Zeke to in our league? Uh, three teams. And what were some of those trades that you offered or discussed? Uh, you don't have to say anything. He's just probably trying to dig because he's like looking to see. No, <laughs> no I think it's an open discussion. We do this It's an open discussion. It's. I think it's good. That is embarrassed about something. I think it's good well, for people. I don't know. You say you don't want us to talk about it. No, I, mean, I what said. Don't he, you want I, us I to just talk said about? that. No, Tony's trying to get like. What the deals no, were we, so that he gets an idea. No, of I want to hear Tom's you know. thought process and so that, that you know, okay, we can so, agree or so disagree. Before, so who, before this whole trade, I did a trade with Mr. Santos for um, Pat Mahomes, Tyreek Hill for Ezekiel Elliott, Woods, and I forgot who else. Cooper. I did. Cooper. So... I did those three for those two. I think I got fucked in the background, to be honest. So I'm letting you know right now, with Ezekiel Elliott and Henderson, I think Henderson actually, to be honest, is more productive. And I will I will I will go against that the whole time. So that's why I made the trade. I think a straight up trade would be would be totally honest. Um, and then I did a Cooper trade for uh, Mooney and Jacoby Myers, which I think was a very good trade because I think Cooper is a very 
valuable wide receiver. Jacoby Myers and Mooney are like kind of number ones, but they're going off of a very heavy running um, team. So I think Harris is doing a wonderful job on New England. And when it comes, uh, well, Williams, Montgomery and Williams are coming back on, I mean, sorry, Montgomery and Herbert are coming back on uh, the Chicago end. I think there's a very good meet, very good trade, to be honest. Okay, so Zeke for Henderson. Zeke right now. It has the tenth most points for any running back in our fantasy football league, and Henderson has the eleventh mm-hmm. most. So it's about as fair as you can get. The Thank one you. question I will ask, though, is that if you were to just look at those names based off of preseason hype, Zeke absolutely has more perceived value than Henderson does. True that. Was there? So why not try to capitalize off of that difference in perceived value? The reason why is because because of his performance from preseason until now, Henderson has actually, to be honest, I think on my end, Tony, is that I think Henderson has been a more productive person. So especially with the quarterback situation is that when Dak got hurt, I think Zeke kind of actually did not get too much from me having Zeke. I don't think Zeke got that many points. When Dak was in, he got a lot of points. When Dak wasn't in, he didn't. So when he had the concept... I think what Tony was asking is is, uh, why didn't you ask for more with the Zeke trade? That's what what he was asking pretty much. To be honest, Tony, uh, I would say that Gianni is a, what you call it, uh, he wants more than what he wants. So he's a guy that he likes, uh, he's kind of like Santos, that he thinks he deserves more than what he wants. More than um, what he gets, you mean? Correct. But and You offered it to me, that was it. Like, you just sent it and I accepted okay, it. Okay, like, so no, Gianni... When I offered it, and I offered the Santos the same thing, but I do agree that I could have offered a lot more. I could have, I could have taken a lot more for what I offered. Okay, so why not? At least initially, maybe you settle on Zeke for. Okay, because Gianni, when you receive the trade offer, how quickly are you hitting accept? Uh, probably took In this five instance, minutes. Took five minutes. Why did you take those five minutes? What were you doing in those five minutes? I was at work. <laughs> oh, no, I'm saying like you got the trade offer and you looked at it. Yeah, I looked to see if Zeke was injured. Okay. <laughs> and so that takes 10 seconds. Yeah. And then what? Um, then I was just deciding if I wanted to give up my guy, Henderson. So it was actual, <laughs> you actually had to think about it. Yeah, I thought about it for a little bit. How long? Five minutes. Okay. Yeah. So for me, the reason why, I mean, if Henderson, I I mean, I I wouldn't be shocked if Henderson outscores Zeke for the rest of the season. No, based off of the performance thus far this year, I wouldn't be shocked either. My big discussion point on this is that Zeke has more value, perceived value, than Henderson does. Yeah. So for the, the, the two main reasons why I accepted it is that's the number, that's the number one reason is Zeke is a, is a bigger name. 
So if I need to make another trade, I could get more for Zeke than I could for Henderson because nobody really values Henderson unless you own Henderson, and he's just been amazing. Which you would probably go to Santos for that trade for Zeke. Um, I'd, Why I'd Santos at, specifically? What was your offer to Santos? Trust me, it's going to go that way. Okay, because so why do you say that? Because the Canadian situation is going to work together. That's how they do it. <laughs> but you've made some cross-country trades. I did. Also, I should have got Chase. I should definitely should get should have got Chase with the whole Tyreek Hill and Pat Mahomes situation. And I messed up big time. I totally did. And I think I was totally robbed on that one. And that's my bad for accepting it. I don't I, I, I don't think that. you I don't think you were robbed at all, man. I thought it was a good I thought it was a good fair trade. Of course you will think the, it was a good trade. The, the best player of course. In, the best player in that deal is Zeke. Yeah, but he could have gotten. Uh, no, no, not oh, the best wait, wait, player. Wait, wait, no, best player Nez Pat Mahomes. No, I don't know what you're not. talking about. No, he's not. Pat Mahomes, Pat Mahomes is not the won best. 20 plus points fantasy every freaking week. I don't know what you're talking about. That's not enough, actually. Quarterback is never the best player in any deal. That's oh, my a God. Lot. Says Mahomes the guy who doesn't think it would be Jays or anything. It's the reason I mean, why Lamar Jackson goes for $10 and Zeke goes for 55 you know oh, what? You can have an argument about all the running backs that went for high prices this season that are probably exactly. not even in anybody's raw starting roster right now. The positional but players. Number one is Pat Mahomes' quarterback. Who's number been... receiver is Tyreek Hill. If you were redrafting today, are you taking CMC number one again? No, of course not. So not. would you be taking a quarterback with all these running back Nobody's injuries? taking a quarterback first overall, bro, ever. So Pat Mahomes with Ever. his struggles is number five in QB fantasy points right now. That's fine, man. The running back, the running, the so positional. So you're saying the running back position with because let me tell you, out of all the running backs that got drafted this year, I think there may be like three in the top. What top two? So, so why, why doesn't Herbert go for forty dollars? Why doesn't Dak go for forty dollars? Because that's why not, doesn't that, Lamar go that, for forty dollars? That, that's, that's been my argument. The reason why they don't that's go been my for argument. that is because the running backs and the receivers are more important. They're worth more. That has been my argument since day one. I don't understand why Our, people spend that kind of money on running backs when you know that halfway through the season you're all you. It, it happened last season as well. We are digging through second and third string running backs. By week nine or double-digit week numbers. It's easier to get a quarterback than a running back. And that's the reason. is because it's such a scarce position. To find those running backs, you so need to, me, to get it, more. It, it, doesn't make, it, make, it makes no sense because you're not going to have them. The quarterbacks are the biggest point earners in our league. And the difference between having a great one and a mediocre one there's a bigger gap there than having a great running back or a mediocre running back. So if I traded like Carr for Keenan Allen, who's more valuable? Based Carr on, puts up more points. Carr. Yes. Carr is more valuable. Okay. No. Well, if end the podcast. No, if you're starting, <laughs> if you're starting Baker Mayfield instead of Carr, it's it's about the actual what's the context of the trade. 
Do you need Keenan Allen? Do you need a quarterback? Right? Mahomes doesn't have much value if you already have Herbert. Like, look. But if you're starting Kirk Cousins, Mahomes has value. I think that. I just think that it's just. I don't understand. Who's more valuable, Daryl Henderson or Dak? That's fine. But Daryl Henderson didn't even go in the top. Where did he get drafted? He got drafted by me. I spent like twenty something dollars on right. him. Right, but what my argument is, and why, Dak went for why, ten. Why people are dra- are are spending okay, eighty dollars on CMC when you, you they haven't had CMC now for like ten weeks? About you see what I'm saying? And then well, none of the top tier running backs are still available. I mean, Dalvin Cook's still there. Yes. Um, bro, who what else was a who are second? you gonna if you spend that money? Eighty dollars on Mahomes, but that's what who I'm saying. The hell like, are you going to get okay, on your but team? You're after not that? having to spend eighty dollars no. on Mahomes, right? Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like, why? So that's not me, a discussion point. What the amount of money that people spend on a player that is the perceived value that the people have in the league. It doesn't actually determine what their actual value is and what their impact is on the team. Simply put, in our league, based off of the scoring structure, QBs are the most valuable position because of what the difference is between having a great one and a mediocre one. Do you think Mahomes for Zeke is a fair trade? It depends on who am I starting at quarterback, mm-hmm. if no, I no, give no, up, just Mahomes, in a vacuum. No, is that a but fair? it's not. You can't look at things in a vacuum. Context matters. Who am I starting at running back if I give up Zeke? And who am I starting at quarterback if I give up Mahomes? Tom, Tom's point is he got ripped off in the trade, and he absolutely did not get ripped off. It's I not that there's he got no ripped way off. he got it's ripped off. It's just the same way that Tony was mentioning about Zeke. He could have gotten more based on name value. Exactly. Tyreek Hill and Pat Mahomes, he traded away. Two guys who who you can at least get four players for each. They are the biggest stars at their respective positions. So, yes, he should have been able to get a Jamar Chase and an Ezekiel. Thank you very much. It's just about what value... So, you think you got raped in that deal, Tom? Correct, and I... I've actually instant messaged I instant messaged Santos about it too. And what did you say in the message? Well, I said you're a jerk off, to be honest. So but why is he a jerk off? If who proposed the trade to who? That's what I said too. Because <laughs> you had I, to hit I accept. I accepted it and I said that I agreed with it. It doesn't matter. But I do think that. So it I sounds like you're the jerk off for accepting it. No offense, Tom. If the Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles made that deal, would you be upset? Totally. If they traded away Patrick Mahomes in order to play Jalen Hurts. Yes. Okay. So because why? Because Jalen Hurts is mediocre. So the difference between having a great quarterback and a mediocre one in real life. In fantasy, because, too, because well, let's, let's our league Tom. scores touchdowns at you, five points you decided, and completions matter. Let's ask Tom. Yeah, which Look, gives value decided, to the to – the, uh, what's the – the check down let, Charles. Let's, let's ask Tom yeah, really How quick. much value did Kirk Cousins has because you dropped him in 
a fucking right. moment's notice. Yeah, I don't care. I don't mind moving on from quarterbacks. You're playing Herbert. He puts up duds every other game, but you're stuck every to him. Every other game, he's been he's great, except great. for the last two. Okay, okay. so that's what I mean. You're not immune to like, oh, if you have Herbert, you're going to get like QB1 yes, numbers all the time. You're not. But the, So like... It is the process that we're You know trying. that you're going to have that quarterback for the entire season rather than am I going to have this running back for the whole season? We have no I'd rather have Would you rather have uh would you rather have um Mahomes? Okay. Would you rather have Mahomes and Mike Davis or Zeke and Derek Carr? Who is my alternative? Okay, so Zeke and Zeke and Derek Carr or Mahomes and Mike Davis? Mahomes and Mike Davis, because I know Mahomes will continuously every week post up numbers, whereas Zeke, we've seen that he's an up-and-down running back with a potential replacement right behind him with Pollard. And how many championships have you won? It doesn't matter. I'm just using Tony's I've won. I've won quite. I've won twice. I won two before. Not when I was around. Well, before everything got changed, yes. Do you think Tom got raped in that deal, honestly? Did he get raped? What was I don't the want to deal exactly? Raped, but I think that he got the short end of the stick. I think that he could have gotten more. I don't think that... I think that he could have gotten Chase and Zeke would have been a, 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 the trade for me. Zeke, Chase for Mahomes and Tyreek. I, I mean, like today, you could say... Well, so he should have got know. Chase instead of Cooper and Woods? Yes. I mean, I think Cooper and Woods equal Chase. I think that's fair. It right? depends on how deep your team is. Tom is not deep. He needs the depth. I think. I think Cooper and I think um, Cooper and Woods. I mean, but Woods isn't producing like Woods was last year. Woods okay, has so been Woods has been a top fifteen receiver since week three. But what I mean, but his numbers aren't showing. It. No, they're actually he's not are. getting yards. He's no, you're, up the you're, touchdown. We're you're a, just you're looking at how insane Cooper Cup is. But Woods has also been pretty productive. Okay, so let's talk about the other trade that Tom had, in which he traded Jacoby Myers and Darnell Mooney for Amari Cooper. Okay. Tom, who made the offer on that one? Uh, Ed did. Okay. And how quickly did you hit accept? Right away. Why were you so eager to accept that trade? Because I get more depth out of that. Okay. so who, Just like your other trade. Who has more value, no, just like Amari me. Cooper or Jacoby Never Myers? Mind. What? Who has more value, Amari Cooper or Jacoby Myers? Uh, right now, uh, Jacoby Myers is the number one wide receiver on the New England Patriots, so I would go with Jacoby Myers. Okay, so Jacoby Myers has put up 71 points in our league this year. Mm -hmm. Yep. And Amari Cooper has put up 98. So Amari Cooper okay. is... And and Mooney, what did Mooney do? Mooney, uh huh, has put uh -huh. up sixty four. Okay, thank you. That adds up to, to me. Okay, so my my question for you is: if you're gonna make a two for one deal, uh huh, but you're not starting the second player in the two for one. Then essentially you've made a one-for-one one deal. No, who thinks I'm not starting? 
Mooney sitting on your bench right now? Right now, he is. So you're going to start him this weekend? Who says I'm not starting him? Are you? Tony, I don't think you understand me. I'll start whoever I want at a certain time. So you don't know if I'm going to start him or not. Okay, but if you're not starting him, essentially you've made a one-for-one deal for Myers, for Cooper. And if you pulled anybody, it would come back 99% that Cooper is a more productive and has a better future outlook than Myers. I don't think so. You're the 1%. Yep, totally. I'm the 1%. So I think Ed, and right now you're 12th out of 14 in the league. So is being the 1% helping you? Dun, dun, dun. That's a lot of dead air there for a little while. RIP, we killed the air. Tom, are you there? Yes, I'm still here. Okay. <laughs> I was a little concerned because we didn't hear you respond. I totally am okay with the trade. I don't know why there's an issue with the trade. I just have – the only question is if you're going to make a two-for-one in which you're getting two worst players back, which obviously that's how a two-for-one works, if you're not starting both players, then you've made a one-for-one. And what that I this did. is – in my eyes, if you do not start Mooney – and you made I a trade did. on Myers for Cooper, this is worse than your deal with Santos in which you gave up Hill and Mahomes. I'm sorry, but that's BS because I did acquire AP out of my Jefferson third ring wide receiver trade, and AP will pretty much be the number one back on the Titans because I'm going to make that right now in – Stone that AP is going to see more touchdowns than Nichols. Make Nichols. Yep. And that's why I'm starting him over Mooney. So that's what you get. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Tommy! I would just like to be on record and say that I think that Amari Cooper for the rest of the year outperforms Adrian Peterson, Mooney, as well as Myers. Myers. Uh, whoever you start, if you start them all three, or you only start two, or if you only start one, the production Cooper is going to have is going to be more than the total of those individuals. Put $20 on that one. Okay. Oh, you heard it here. It's on It's on record. It's on wax. Mm-hmm. By the way, uh, what was our, our deal between Julio Jones and uh, A.J. Green? Gianni, what was our deal between Tyson was it, was Williams it, and it, Gus Edwards? <laughs> I don't even know about what that one. We, I know about the A.J. and Julio, though. And who's doing better so, thus far? A.J. No, so, so I'm putting it on the board. So you owe me some I'm Bole, taking right? Amari. You owe me some Bole, right? I'm taking Amari, and Tom is taking Myers. Okay, so I want to bring back this quarterback thing. Ed, <laughs> holy <laughs> Jesus. Okay, go ahead. I just find it so funny how, so me and Ed were in the same position, right? We didn't have a quarterback. 
Mm-hmm. Ed goes out and trades Chris Godwin for Dak. Right. Instantly regrets it because he's trying to trade Dak to me. I didn't instantly regret it. No. If you if you got offered Godwin for Dak, you'd accept yes, it because he has Tannehill. His feelings and, changed once Tannehill right, started but he listened, playing better. He listened to you guys and was like, bro, you can't do this. You can't win without a quarterback, this and that. And it made him trade Chris Godwin for Dak. Now, if Big Dog was like, yo, bro, I'll take Dak back for Godwin... Ed instantly accepts that no, because I, I would not. I yes, wouldn't. but big you dog. Wouldn't. No, not for, big, not for Godwin. But big dog made that trade because he had Kyler. So that's right. why I'm Who's saying been context terrible. matters. Who's been terrible in the last four weeks? Here's a, uh, a overall in the, the season. Kyler's a top five quarterback. The first time that I was able to play Dak because they were on a bye week mm-hmm. when I got him. But you're, I played him the first week. Got me forty points right off the rip, which. Tannehill hasn't touched yet. And then, no, sorry, I didn't get him before because they had the bye week after he, he that game. And then he, they were going to play him that week, the following week, because they have the bye. But in warm-ups, they decided, hey, you know what? We're just going to take it a little bit. We'll take it another one week. But he, he would have played that week. So I haven't been able to use him. Mm. Kyler's the number three quarterback If not, I would, I, would be using, I would be using Dak right now. But... I also was looking at the fact that, hey, maybe I can bolster my running back position. And I was like, I could use one of these quarterbacks that I have to do that. I offered both Tannehill and Dak. I also noticed within the last couple days or like the last week when I started offering Dak was that. And I didn't look at this before the season started, but Tannehill has a really good schedule for the playoffs. So you regret trading one for of the Dak? Best schedules. No, because in essence... There's still I didn't, one I didn't, move. I to didn't make. realize that. I didn't realize Tannehill's schedule completely until recently. Okay, and I'm like the the way that he's been playing has been pretty solid. But then again, this week I think he plays against um, the Rams. But there's still you have Dak, you have Tannehill, so you still have one more move to make. Right. If you end up trading Dak for whoever, then you're essentially trading that player X for Chris Godwin. And then that's when you make the decision of whether or not you regret it or didn't regret the deal. As of right now, I've got two solid quarterbacks, which right now there's some people in the league that could really would really use. Correct. So I, you can't judge whether or not it was a good trade, Gianni, until the next move is made. And here's the thing. I if offered he both. trades Dak for Darnell Mooney... Then he essentially gave up Godwin and got back Mooney. It's a bad trade. But if he's able to flip Dak into something more valuable than what Godwin was, then it's a good trade. So you can't look at things without the grand picture like involved. And that so we, he wants Henderson we, for Dak. That's so, what I do we, so Henderson's better than Godwin, right? So if he were to at flip ver- Godwin into Henderson... That would be a fair trade, right. especially based off his running back. So situation. here's it would thing. be, yeah, it'll be. But but like, you always, how much you, better you keep throwing is, Dak out there? But I offered both quarterbacks have always been in every offer that I've mentioned. Like I've offered you both Tannehill and Dak. So I don't need Tannehill. I already have a Tannehill. Uh, my argument isn't what you need. <laughs> Who's your quarterback, Gianni? Car. Just for the listeners. My argument isn't who do you need. I'm saying what I offered you because you're saying that I'm offering Dak up and am I regretting the trade be- or the trade because of 
of Dak this and Dak that, but that's not it. I'm just trying to acquire another piece on my team, right? Using the quarterbacks and looking at other people's teams' needs. Like, hey, they needs a quarterback. I might need to run another running well, back. Well, it's like me asking. But I offered. I. I it, but he's saying that I, I like the only player I'm offering is Dak. When it's no. not the truth, I've offered both quarterbacks. So I'm not saying. I'm fine with both quarterbacks. What did you offer me with Tannehill? You never uh, Tannehill for what? I never I got one you the trade. Same thing. What do you? <laughs> I never got one trade for Tannehill. I didn't. I I talked to you about the trade. I didn't send it to you. What was I it? I said, "Do you want Tannehill?" And you're like, "I'll give you two dollars fab for Tannehill." Yeah, that was his offer. I said, if he was dropped on waivers, that's what he would be worth. No. That's what he would be picked up for. At this moment, do you think he'd go for $2 in waivers? I know, but you are talking to somebody who clearly does not value the quarterback position. But but then he's also also sending me trade offers for the quarterback, but that I don't want. Okay, but you guys, your perceived values of the position are way off. Right. And so there's too much of a schism and a Tony. gap in order to make a deal. My thing is... His argument, though, from the point, beginning was, Dad, man, I know, let that, him. But oh, my only point <laughs> is, Gianni, if you started a new job, and I ask you on day one how it's going, right, or do you regret going to this new job, you can't make a determination after one day or one week of whether or not it was the right decision. You actually have to give it time. So give Ed the space on this deal because clearly he's going to make another move. December 4th is the trade deadline in our league. He's not going to sit on two quarterbacks through the rest of the season. So he's going to turn one of them into something. How? What does? I'm the only one that needs a quarterback. I don't know. Kyler right, Murray a, might not play this right week. Right now, you're the only one who needs a quarterback. But if Herbert goes down this next week, guess who's going to be hitting up Eduardo for a trade? Oh yeah, you're going to give him Damian on. Harris. Okay, I'd give and him. He, I'd give him. I'd give him uh, Tannehill for Damian Harris. Yeah, right but now. he doesn't want Tannehill. He wants Dak. Would you do Dak for Damian Harris? Hell no. No, Anyways, I, I probably another But hold piece. on. You oh, know why? If Damian Harris puts up another double-digit performance, he might have to think about it. But here, we've been dogging. I got nothing against but Damian Harris, been, but he's not making Everybody in the league has something against Damian Harris because I've been trying to move him for 10 weeks, and it hasn't happened. And, but he's been putting up points. I know. Tone. Let me ask you a question. I, you know I've never been down on Damian Tony, Harris. Tony, is this you know team... Be- put some respect on Damian Harris's name. Is this team better with Tanny and Godwin or Dak? What is he turning Tanny into? Nothing. What, Here's the you thing. You cannot... My simple point is you cannot judge. Huh? I would take Dak over Tannehill any day. But would you take Godwin and Tannehill or Dak, Tom? Dak and what? Okay, who's Dak this? And who? What is Tannehill being turned into? Okay, but okay. What Tony, is Tannehill is, being turned into? I don't into? know. Here's How am the, I supposed to exactly, know Exactly. That? That's why we can't judge the trade because we don't know the full scope in the can full we, can we ask, picture. But can we you ask, think he would have been listen, better off just starting Tannehill with Godwin on his team? It's it's basically like, okay. You answer have, the question. Don't you think he would have been I can't answer the question if I don't know what Tannehill is being turned into. Dak are not the same. Here's, here's my thing. When I made the when I made the trade for Tan uh for Dak, Tannehill was barely scraping twenty points a week. You're begging to get Dak off your team, eh? No, I'm not. 
I was barely scraping, and I'm like, look, in order for my team to really do something, I need a quarterback that needs that's going to give me a solid 25 and not barely scraping because he was hitting those 20 points in overtime. Right? Against the Jets. Uh, right. So, yes, it wasn't... It, it wasn't was a good situation. Down. Not a great schedule. Right? Okay, he's so now a great hold on. Schedule. Wow. Hold on. Shots fired. Hold on. That's the he's got a he's got a good he's got a good last four games of the season. I'm down with Tannehill. So eight dollars fast. Ask ask Big Dog. Ask Big Dog <laughs> how he's liked having Godwin the last couple weeks when Godwin hasn't been the Godwin other than this past week. Yeah, he got double digits, but he's been single digits for about three weeks. I have receipts and and. And Big Dog has been offering up Godwin to a lot of people in trades, and I know this because I've heard some people have gotten. Since you traded Godwin to Big Dog, he's scored twenty-one and twenty-four points. Hey, Tony, when is he better? His last two weeks since you made the trade. Is he better with Godwin and Tannehill, or just the, Dak? the only time that I've been able to have Dak? Was Dog, one I know time that you would forty points. I haven't had Dak longer than one game. I know you would one week. I know you would trade Dak for Godwin because you're trying to trade Dak to me. You no, know that you I wasn't want to trading start Dak to you. I was trading. I offered you Tannehill first, and you're like no. So then I said but you didn't Dak. offer me Tannehill and, for and, anything. And the, I don't even know the deal. The what deal t- was always for Henderson. But why would I accept Henderson for Tannehill? It's a ridiculous deal. That's why deal. I offered you Dak for Henderson. Okay. I said, okay, you don't like Tannehill, so I offered you Dak because I wanted to bolster my running back position. Okay, bro. So you should have just kept Godwin and played Tannehill. Why? If I need, I, I, what I'm looking for is a running back, not another wide receiver. Who was what? What running back would I've been able to flip Godwin for? Then why did you? You don't need a. You have Javante Williams. I know. I like Javante Williams. <laughs> I like Javante Williams. So then, what you're you the a, only one because the Broncos do you, don't even like. What him. do you no. need a running back for? I wanted an extra running back because of the 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 whole like um, injury that I've been telling. I've been talking about all the injuries to all the running backs. He needs another running back because he only has Javante. Right. No, he has somebody else. No, I had I picked up Ty Williams. Ty Williams from the Jets. Oh. Ty Johnson. Ty Johnson. You should have played him. He had 11 points. I should have, but at but the moment... Javante could get that. I, I, who am, am I really going to do Ty Johnson over D-Hops? So you'd only trade Dak for a running back. You wouldn't trade him for a receiver. No. Okay. And I wanted Daryl but, but ten- Why don't you just drop Tannehill for a running back? Because you're waiting for me to drop Tannehill has too back. much value to drop. Yeah, his value just shot up, man. Does he hold on, Tom? He, who are you starting is, at quarterback this week? Is it Teddy? What did you say, Tony? He started. Um, who are you starting Matt, this week last in fantasy? Week. I'm Teddy Bridgewater. Okay. Okay. So Tom needs a quarterback. So why aren't like you me. talking to Ed about making a deal for a quarterback? I, I don't mind. T- I don't mind Tannehill. Yeah, but I'm looking for a running back. Who does he have at so running back? So who would you give up? Boston Scott. <laughs> I'll give you Boston Scott's the number one on Eagle. Yeah, that's a honest. legit trade. You know, bro. Because Sanders is coming back. All right. Well, what if Sanders wasn't coming back? No, you still wouldn't do <laughs> they it. They don't run the ball. Jalen Hurts. We just said it. Jalen Hurts runs the ball, right. and Jalen Hurts runs the ball. I'm gonna Tom, see two options. Tom, you're starting Jordan Love this week. Woo! The love doctor. No, I'm starting love because I think I have a, a really good chance on this shootout with Kansas City. For a guy who's never played 
a regular season but, snap before. Oh, yes. Tom, you're a wild boy. Who else would need a, run, a quarterback? Does Just uh, me. No, because right now they don't know if Kyler Murray's is going to even play. He's a game time Dog, decision. Carr this has week. more points than Tannehill and has already had a bye. <laughs> like, get out of here. What are you talking about? That's yeah, why but, I made the I mean, trade Carr for Dak. Carr also just lost his biggest big play weapon. That's why I made the trade for Dak. Why do you think I made the trade? How much? How many points does Dak have? So why are you trying to, to give Carr? me Tannehill, man? I don't want Tannehill. Bro, the how does initial that make sense? Trade, the the trade, was trade was Dak for Henderson. He that said was the original trade. one was Tannehill before, before Dak. Okay, before because Dak. he's starting with the right. worst offer. Come on, bro. This guy. <laughs> you you think that's really gonna think- work on me? I'm a Oh, I, listen, we all test the waters. How about Santos? Bro, come me, to me correct. You know, come on. Oh, bro. so you're like, yo, I was going to like get Tannehill, but now he's offering me Dak? Oh, shit, I'm going to get Dak. That's what you were thinking in your head? I was going to say, hey, <laughs> I got Tannehill for Henderson. And if you say, all right, I'll do that, okay. If you didn't, then I'm like, hey, I got Dak. Would you do Dak for Henderson? Which to me, Dak for Henderson is a pretty legit trade, but you didn't want to because you're like, I don't know if he's going to play. Blah, 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 blah. Well, currently Dak has nine more fantasy points than Carr. And, well, and that's because and Dak... he's also missed two, two weeks. Two weeks. One week. He two. had the bye. Oh, Carr had the bye. So he's played one less game and has more points. Right. Correct. Is that worth me giving up a top 10 running back? Yeah. You have already yeah. a top 10 running back on your team anyways. You had two. So what is it to you? Unless it's Josh Allen. I would do I would do like Zeke for Josh, Josh Allen. Allen. Maybe. Then he just say if it wasn't for Kyle like a couple weeks back, yes. I wouldn't make any move if it wasn't for Kyle. If it wasn't for Josh, if it, if it was Josh Allen, I'd consider You said the same I'd thing about Kyle like 4 weeks ago. Yeah. Kyler's been kind of But not now. But see, now Big Dog, he's in a predicament. Because Kyler is a game time decision and it's a four twenty five game. So do you think Big Dog should maybe make a trade with me? Maybe. Maybe not. Would you do Dak for Kyler straight up? I get Kyler? Yeah. No, you get Dak. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Straight up. Yeah. I would do it. Sick I have the stack. Man. But see, right now, uh, I have the stack. With, I would have the stack with Kyler as well. You're stacked regardless. Stack, bro. Oh, I got the Kyler stack, funny. and then I'll have the Tanny and AJ yeah, stack. CD Lamb, you'll have a stack regardless. Hey, like I got the CD Lamb stack. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I would do a DAC for Kyler straight up if he wants to go that route. And why would you do it? Because How's Mahomes doing for you this this year in the uh, in BPFL? <laughs> Mahomes <laughs> has. Literally cost me wins the last two weeks. Had he just been average the last two weeks, I would have won each of my matchups. It is so depressing to have stock in Mahomes, so much stock in Mahomes, and to have him performing this way. I I mentioned to Gianni a couple Sundays ago that watching Mahomes now gives me watching Jameis vibes where he throws the ball and you just don't know, like, is it going to be a great play or is it going to be a terrible play? And that's the reason why. How much better would it have been if you would have kept Godwin and just drafted Brady? Well, Brady's the number one quarterback in fantasy this year. Right, Right. and he wasn't kept. 
But so see, a lot of people made bad decisions, including New England. Right. Who so, didn't keep? So that's them. what I'm saying, bro. You need you don't need to keep a quarterback. You could draft a good quarterback. No, you just and, need to keep the right quarterback because if Mahomes is playing like Mahomes of the past, then it's the right decision. The same problem he's having with Mahomes is what I was having early in the season with Tannehill, where all I needed was Tannehill to play average, and he wasn't. He was playing below average, and I was getting points, but that was because games were going in overtime. If games ended right in the fourth quarter, I was barely scraping by with Tannehill. Look, Mahomes is still the fifth best quarterback in fantasy this year. I think Tannehill's game is going to stand up right now because of the running back situation. You want? I think you got to hold a big dog. I mean, let's see if we can make it. Let's see if we can make that on live. Tyler for Dak, straight up. Would you give me Mike Williams and Dak for Zeke? Hell no. Mike nah. Williams and Dak. Because I know Pollard's Zeke. back there. If you if you had Henderson still, I probably would have thought about that. But I don't think you would have accepted. You, if it was an I'll Aaron Jones, then yes. If, if it was Aaron Jones. If it was Aaron Jones, I'd do Williams and Dak straight up for Aaron Jones. I'll give you I'll give you Henderson for Williams. I don't think they believe in Dylan. I'll yet. give you Henderson for Williams and uh and Dak. Henderson for Javante and Dak. I like Javante too much, man. Yeah, you're the only one. We could talk about it. Okay. What does the big dog say about Kyler? He'll respond eventually. Okay. (laughs) Well, is that in the podcast? Sam Rills or Rills, uh, is there anything else you want to talk about on the podcast? Um, no. Basketball has been going on. Anything with basketball? It's too uh, early. It's too to early. Say. It's too early. I'd just like for my fantasy basketball team to be healthy at some point. Well, I would like to know how to play fantasy basketball because I'm sucking it up right now. I'm doing very well. Fantasy <laughs> All right. Well, I guess that wraps it up for this week's episode of Casual Gig and Sports. Uh, catch you guys on the flip side for next week's. Hopefully, uh, We'll have some... Uh, yeah, me and Tony are facing off this week. Oh, baby. It looks some like one of those first teams to 100 wins the matchup. Why do you oh. say that? Because I got Beasley's probably not going to play. McLaurin and Hawk on by. It's just a disaster. You got Mike Evans on by. I'm catching Bro, you at the right entire time. team is on questionable. Yeah, <laughs> I think you're, you should be worried because Herbert hasn't played well the last two outings. So I feel like he's he's ripe for a 40 So you didn't want to make the Herbert for a Dak trade? No, not yet. Oh, Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> I'd like for Dak to actually be like fully healthy before I trade. For are, are you willing to make a Williams trade? Mike Williams? Yeah. I mean, he's been terrible the the, last two games. Because the quarterback's been terrible the last two games. (laughs) Now we're back to the chicken and the egg scenario. If the quarterback... What are the odds Carr outscores Herbert this week? If he does, then you'll win our matchup. That's for sure. Who do the the Raiders play? Giants. Man, Giants got a good defense. Yeah, they held Mahomes. They got a good defense. Everybody's held in Mahomes. We got to go, guys. We'll leave it right there. Thanks again for listening. We'll catch you guys later. Tom, don't worry, man. I don't think you got killed in that deal, bro. Whatever. Bye, guys. Peace.